Hi, welcome back to Rock Talk with Dr. Cropper. On today's episode, we are going to be covering Led Zeppelin's summer 1970 North American tour, which ran from August 10th to September 19th. This was their second time through North America already in 1970. They also came in the spring, uh, March 21st to April 18th, and it was their sixth a tour of North America in the span of about a year and a half since they first uh, came over here at the end of 1968. Led Zeppelin III would be released a few weeks after this tour on October 5th. It was delayed a bit due to the uh, sort of complex album cover that they chose for it with the, the pinwheel uh, thing that you can spin to see different things. Uh, behind the cutouts uh, anyhow and this was also the last thing that they did before writing and recording Led Zeppelin 4 which they began a few months after this tour there ended up being 21 shows on this tour across a span of 41 days nine of the 21 are missing recordings as of yet uh, the dates for the tour are August 10th Hampton Virginia August 15th, New Haven, Connecticut, August 19th, Kansas City, Missouri, and that's one of the ones uh, missing a recording, August 20th, Oklahoma City, that's also missing a recording, August 21st, Tulsa, Oklahoma, August 22nd, Fort Worth, Texas, that one is missing a recording, August 23rd, San Antonio, that's also missing a recording, August 25th, Nashville, that's also missing a recording. August 26th, Cleveland, that is also missing a recording. August 28th, Detroit, has a partial recording. August 29th, Winnipeg, Manitoba, uh, that one is missing a recording. August 31st, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, that one has a partial recording. September 1st, Seattle, that one's missing a recording. September 2nd, Oakland. September 3rd, San Diego. September 4th, Los Angeles. September 6th, two shows in Honolulu. The first one, there is a recording. The second one is missing one. September 9th, Boston. September 19th, New York. And there was an afternoon and evening show there. The uh, tour had to be rearranged a little bit due to John Paul Jones's father uh, passing away uh, at the beginning of August. The standard set list for this tour was Immigrant Song flowing into Heartbreaker, which uh, that sort of duo had just been paired up in June of 1970 and uh, would remain their standard opening one two uh, through june 1972 so this would be the first time the fans in north america were hearing that combo uh, also the first time that they were hearing immigrant song because it debuted in june 1970 uh, and then th the third song in the set dazed and confused then bring it on home that's the way bron rar not bron rar stomp uh this is the one that's just a solo page acoustic uh, thing that they recorded during the sessions for Zeppelin 3, but wouldn't end up being released until Physical Graffiti. Uh, 
and unfortunately this tour is the only time that it was played uh, and then seventh song in the set since i've been loving you then jones's organ solo flowing into thank you what is and what should never be moby dick whole lot of love which on this tour featured medleys that were a bit more diverse and spontaneous than the 1971 North American tour, which we covered last week. And then as far as encores go, communication breakdown was the standard, but the Oakland, Los Angeles, and the evening New York show had more, which I'll cover in more detail when I get to those shows. Uh, overall, I think it's one of their better set lists, uh, great variety, great flow, if only the extra encores were more common. As far as equipment or playing style uh, nuances of note, Bonham was playing his Emerald Sparkle Ludwig kit, which I've mentioned before is my favorite, and he was still uh, doing quite a lot of the uh, fast aggressive uh, bass drum work at this point uh, overall he was playing really well on this tour uh, page was using his les paul of course and uh, this is a good tour for him as well plant is the real star of the show though uh, on this tour i think he's a smack dab in the middle of his peak as a vocalist at this point uh, especially as far as having his entire range still. Uh, he still is a great singer even to this day, and uh, by 77 he learned how to uh, use his more mature voice that had lost the high range, but at this point he still had his full uh, range. Uh, Jones was solid as ever on this tour with his Fender Jazz bass and the Hammond B3 organ. And most importantly, as far as equipment, all four of them were sporting uh, beards or at least some degree of facial hair on this tour. So without further ado, let's hop into the rankings. With the nine missing recordings, we have 12 to rank. At number 12, I have the August 28th show in Detroit. The recording for this one is very rough, and it ends after That's the Way. Uh, from what can be deciphered, though, it sounds like it was a good show. It is 1970 after all, uh, and it's quite possible that this one would rank a couple spots higher if a, a better sounding and more complete recording ever surfaces. Uh, number 11, I have the August 15th show in New Haven, Connecticut. This one's also a bit of a rough recording and is cut periodically, mostly between songs. Uh, not too much of note apart from the standard 1970 goodness. Uh, communication breakdown includes a nearly complete good times, bad times, which uh, it would a few times on this tour, but this is the first instance of it. At number 10, I have the August 10th show in Hampton, Virginia, the first night of the tour. It's also not the greatest recording, and the performance is a bit subdued compared to the rest of the tour, but still an enjoyable show for sure. At number 9, I have the August 31st show in Milwaukee. This one is a very nice audience recording. Uh, all of the recordings for this tour are audience recordings, actually. 
and the recording for this Milwaukee show sadly ends after Since I've Been Loving You. It would probably uh, rank higher if the recording was complete. Plant is unbelievable at this show. He hits a uh, gorgeous and really high note on Go Away Heartbreaker at the end of the final verse, and uh, they all sound great at this show. It's a real shame the tape is incomplete. At number eight, I have the September 9th show in Boston. It's a pretty decent recording. Uh, Plant has some lyrical flubs at the beginning of Heartbreaker that derail the momentum just a bit. Has one of the better versions of Bring It On Home. Uh, Paige gets some really cool squealing sounding bends in at the end. Uh, Plant has further lyrical flubs and that's the way. Uh, as you can see why a complete recording of Milwaukee would likely surpass this one. The Whole lot of Love medley includes Ramble On, though, which is really cool. At number seven, I have the September 6th early show in Honolulu. Uh, it's a pretty good recording. It has an abbreviated set list because it was the first of two shows and not uh, in the afternoon. It was probably like an eight and ten o'clock sort of thing. And they had to fly to Boston after the late show. Uh, so the abbreviated set list is Immigrant Song, Dazed and Confused, Heartbreaker, Since I've Been Loving You, What Is and What Should Never Be, Moby Dick, Whole Lot of Love, and Communication Breakdown for the Encore. Only the abbreviated set list holds it back. Uh, Plant is phenomenal at this show, one of the very best versions of Immigrant Song. It's kind of strange that they went into Dazed and Confused after Immigrant Song instead of Heartbreaker. Uh, perhaps Paige broke a string or was out of tune and signaled to Jones to go into days to give him time to fix it, or they didn't intend to play Heartbreaker and then decided uh, to after all following Dazed. And Dazed has a pretty cool bow solo on this version. It's an excellent Since I've Been Loving You, and Plant hints at American Woman during Communication Breakdown. Overall, it's a very strong, aggressive show. It's really too bad a recording has yet to surface of the late show from this date because it was probably spectacular, and supposedly they played out on the tiles in the encores. At number six, I have the August 21st show in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's a very good recording. Paige pauses the acapella solo in Heartbreaker to insist that the house lights be turned off and Plant joins in his lobbying. This show has one of the best Dazed and Confused of the tour, potentially the best, and I think it's the longest. Paige really starts to stretch out the midsection on this version, and he also includes some White Summer licks in the outro, as he would a year later in Orlando, which I mentioned last week. Uh, great since I've been loving you at this show. Uh, great thank you. And a longer uh, medley and whole lot of love. Plant even gets the crowd singing, PA is crap. Uh, I guess he wasn't happy with his mix. And uh, Paige plays the theremin a little bit at the end of Communication Breakdown, which is cool. At number five, I have the September 3rd show in San Diego which is uh, sandwiched between two legendary shows and can often get lost in the shuffle because of that. It's an okay recording. Plant is excellent. One of several shows on this tour where he hits uh, some great high notes in Heartbreaker like he did in Milwaukee. 
which I mentioned a few minutes ago. Bron Rar is dropped due to the rowdy crowd. Uh, great version of Thank You, one of the better versions of What Is and What Should Never Be, and one of my favorite whole lot of love medleys of the tour, at least from a song selection perspective. They play Crosscut Saw, Woke Up This Morning, Honey Bee, and Lottie Miss Claudie. And the recording ends during communication breakdown, so it's possible that more songs were played in the encores. They were the night before and the night after, so definitely possible. At number four, I have the September 19th New York show, The Afternoon Show. It's a pretty decent recording, and it was their Madison Square Garden debut. Strong opening one-two punch with Immigrant Song and Heartbreaker. Plant is very strong. Uh, someone can be heard selling binoculars during the bow solo in Dazed and Confused uh, before Paige unleashes some wah-wah with the bow at the climax of the bow solo. I also quite liked what is and what should never be at this show, and Plant again references American Woman during Communication Breakdown. Overall, this is kind of your typical afternoon show vibe, very uh, tight, energetic, and to the point, and is an excellent appetizer for the main course later that evening. You can tell that they uh, were definitely on that day already with this afternoon show. At number three, I have the September 4th show in Los Angeles, which is a fabulous recording immortalized since the early 70s, most commonly under the title of Live on Blueberry Hill, which is one of the most famous bootlegs in general, not just for Zeppelin shows. This was their second time at the Forum. They also played there March 27th, earlier in the year on the spring 1970 tour. A powerful and energetic opening one-two with Immigrant Song Heartbreaker. A great Dazed, one of the better ones on this tour. A good Bring It On Home, a beautiful acoustic set, one of the best of the tour. One of the best since I've been loving yous. Great phrasing from Paige, especially on the intro and raw vocals from Plant, which uh, are always great for this song. One of the better versions of Thank You as well, probably the best Moby Dick of the tour. A great whole lot of love with one of the longer medleys of the tour, That's Alright, I'm Moving On, Shake Your Money Maker, Some Other Guy, Think It Over, and Honey Bee, including the Lemon Song. The encores, though, are at least in part what sets this and the two above it apart from the rest of the tour and make them all-time great shows. In this case, uh, the encores start off with what I think is the best version of Communication Breakdown of all time. Amazingly cool intro from Paige, and it features a little medley in it, Good Times, Bad Times, which wasn't unusual for this tour followed by a Jones bass solo, which also wasn't uncommon, but then for what it's worth, and then Plant even ends up singing a bit of I Saw Her Standing There over the For What It's Worth music, which is uh, really, really cool. And then they come back out to play the first of only two complete versions of Out on the Tiles that we have on tape, and finally close the show out by... Uh, covering Blueberry Hill by Fats Domino, which, of course, lends most of the bootlegs of this show their title. 
And while I put this show third and don't think it quite lives up to its notoriety as one of their very best shows, uh, some even have it at number one all time, it's still an amazing show and is at least in the conversation for their 20 to 25 or so best shows ever. At number two, I have the September 2nd show in Oakland. This one's a pretty good recording. Plant is unbelievably good at this show, one of his best shows ever. Uh, He's strong, clean, aggressive, and has some unique inflections on Immigrant Song, which uh, features an especially intense solo section, and Plant does the moans that he does on the studio version uh, towards the end of the solo. It's another heartbreaker where Plant goes really high in some spots, and Paige's soloing is excellent. Uh, great Dazed and Confused with a very good intro from Paige and Bonham and a really great creepy bow solo, one of my favorite bow solos. A nice acoustic set, a mellower but still great since I've been loving you, uh, long by 1970 standards and quite good Moby Dick, and a great whole lot of love with a long medley. Boppin' the Blues, Lottie Miss Claudie, For What It's Worth, Honey Bee, Long Distance Call, I'm Moving On, Fortune Teller, and That's Alright. And then this show has the second longest string of encores on the tour, Communication Breakdown, including Good Times, Bad Times, Train Kept a Rollin', Blueberry Hill, and Long Tall Sally, which they play really fast and really well in plant, uh, does an excellent Little Richard impression. And this show, I would say, is definitely a top 20 show of their career, as confirmed by a ranking that my compadres and I over at the Led Zeppelin uh, Discord group have been working on. And the runaway winner in first place is the last show of the tour, the evening show on September 19th in New York. This one is a pretty decent recording, which was actually lost in storage until 2003. The taper found it and thought he was offering an upgrade to the afternoon show, which had circulated for several years. And when he uh, sent it to somebody and the person looked at the track listing and saw the discrepancies, they realized what a holy grail had been uncovered. Uh, This is quite possibly their greatest show ever, not just on this tour. I love Scott Mooney's introduction. It says, the heaviest of heavies, they're here, Led Zeppelin. And uh, get a appropriately enthusiastic uh, crowd response for New York. Immigrant Song is amazingly powerful from all four members. I'm not sure I've ever heard them attack it so ferociously from start to finish, which is saying something for that song. Uh, You'll be waving the white flag from Plant's opening whale. He's also spectacularly good at this show. I'd probably say it's his best of the year even. This show is in the conversation with Belfast 71 and Copenhagen 71 for his absolute best show. The show also has my favorite heartbreaker of the year and one of my all-time faves. Plant goes very high on the all the fellas lay their money down line and Paige's soloing is superb. One of the best dazed and confused of the year. Uh, Plant has to interrupt the bow solo to tell the crowd to settle down, but other than that, it's amazing. 
and it has one of the absolute best pre-1971 outro sections. Page goes absolutely nuts, and Bonham really dials it up underneath him. Probably my favorite version of Bring It On Home, uh, which is one of those live songs that doesn't always stand out a ton to me from one version to the next, but I really like this one. It has great Page Bonham interplay in the midsection. A gorgeous acoustic set uh, following an announcement about Jimi Hendrix's passing the day before, uh, which Plant also mentions at the afternoon show, of course. Uh, this show has my favorite since I've been loving you of 1970 and one of my favorites from any year. Paige's soloing is fantastic and actually sounds a bit like Hendrix and Plant's vocals are otherworldly. Following that, we have what's probably my second favorite organ solo that Jones ever did, only behind the June 19th, 72 version in Seattle, uh, but that's partially because of the medleys in that one. For a pure organ solo, it might be this one. He plays some really haunting Baroque-style phrases in this one that are quite neat, and then Thank You is so good I might have to revise my assertion last week that Orlando 71 is the best version. Plant's vocals are obviously stunning, but Paige's solo is equally breathtaking, and Bonham matches his intensity perfectly. I read a uh, comment, I think, on the Year of Led Zeppelin write-up about this show by somebody who attended it, and he said he can still feel Paige's chords going into the solo on this version of Thank You. Uh, following Thank You, we have as good of a what is and what should never be as you'll find. All four of them really attack it. It's one of those ones that is sometimes at risk of being sort of paint by numbers, but this one you can tell that they're really into it. Moby Dick is cut, unfortunately, but what we have is great. And then we arrive at the point where this show really leaves the others in the dust. A whole lot of love is another candidate for best ever, and I would say only the Japan 71 and Europe 73 versions can compete with it. Europe 73 only for the instrumentation, obviously. Those versions can't compete as far as plant is concerned. This one starts off with an intro jam of the riff to Rice Pudding by Jeff Beck, and then a really explosive everybody needs somebody to love section following the theremin section and then the medley is by far the longest of the tour and it might be the longest they ever did from a song selection perspective uh not the longest runtime that would go to a few from japan 71 anyway the medley at this one is boogie chillin i believe i'll dust my broom bottle up and go Lottie Miss Claudie, Cinnamon Girl lyrics over the For What It's Worth music, Some Other Guy, Stroll On lyrics over the Train Kept a Rollin' music, I'm a King Bee, Baby Don't You Wanna Go, CC Baby, You Got Me Runnin', and Honey Bee. So a 12-song medley, which is nuts. And the encores at this show are potentially the best of their career. They start off with the second and final 
complete version of Ode on the Tiles that we have on tape and played much better than the one in LA. And the coda of Ode on the Tiles leads straight into a great communication breakdown. The transition works really well too. I'm uh, not sure why they didn't explore it further. Communication breakdown includes the first rare appearance of Gallo's pole as well, which is uh, more points for rarity. And before they come back out, someone yells, I'm going to rip Madison Square Garden apart. Everybody is. Gotta love New Yorkers. They uh, come back out for a medley of The Girl Can't Help It by Little Richard. I'm Talking About You by Chuck Berry and 20 Flight Rock by Eddie Cochran, which uh, all three of them are played fantastically and the transitions between them are pretty seamless. Plant's vocals are just insane on The Girl Can't Help It. And finally, they close it out with a very explosive version of How Many More Times and short by live standards at 16 minutes. It's the first time they played it since the Bath Festival earlier in 1970 at the end of June, and it wouldn't be played again until January 22nd, 73 in Southampton. It includes No Money Down by Chuck Berry and Blueberry Hill, uh, Fats Domino, of course. All in all, they at least partially play 26 songs from the rice pudding intro to Whole Lot of Love through to the end of the show, which is crazy. And I think it's difficult to find another show from any year that can match it on all fronts as far as flawless peak performance from all four members. Essentially, every song is a candidate for best ever version. Uh, Maybe not Dazed and Confused, but best of candidate for best of the early versions uh, tremendous chemistry great overall vibe which the crowd of course plays a big part in and an epic unique and rare set list and as i mentioned in the episode a few weeks ago about the top 20 events that i would go back to in a time machine musical events that is uh, this show is very high on my list Overall, I think this is one of their best, most consistent tours, probably topped only by Japan 71, which we'll cover next week. But since that tour was only five shows long, this is probably the best regular length tour that they ever did. Uh, While Paige, Jones, and Bonham did continue to get better for at least a few years after this, Plant's vocal decline would begin within a year of this tour. And when you consider that, plus the fact that Paige, Jones, and Bonham were already at an extremely high level here. You can't argue with anyone who cites this tour as their absolute live peak. For me personally, I'm willing to sacrifice a little bit with Plant's performance for the superior instrumentation of the uh, couple years that follow this tour, uh, which we'll get to next week, but I might still have the September 19th evening show that we just talked about as my number one overall show because it has the epicness of the later year shows plus plants uh, otherworldly vocals and I think that just about covers it so I hope you enjoyed this episode Uh, thank you to all of you who have been listening so far and if you're new welcome to the show I hope you enjoy it Uh, Next week, we will be covering, as I mentioned, Zeppelin's Japan 71 tour, 
and my Goat's Head Soup Deluxe Edition uh, vinyl also just arrived today, so I might squeeze in a bonus episode between now and the Japan 71 episode to review that. Okay, so yeah, thanks for stopping by, and I will see you next time. Class dismissed.